What do you, has anyone ever said to you, Acro Yoga isn't yoga? Oh yeah, many times. Yeah. What, what's your response? Okay, having a yoga background and doing all my studies in India and traveling to India every year for about a month for the past few years, to some extent I have to agree. Um, however, the reason why it's called Acro Yoga is because there are things from yoga. So there is this bo extreme body awareness. You have to be, you have to have that or develop that body awareness to be a good Acro Yoga practitioner. That's Julia Babelin and this is the Yoga Life Podcast. The older I get, the more alone I feel. That's something I said on a previous episode of this podcast. And while that's a true statement, being alone is not necessarily the same as being lonely. I know this is starting off quite dark, <laughs> but um, when you get older, as you probably know, depending on what age you are, you know, you know more people, but you're not as close to as, as many people. So typically in school, my experience had a big group of mates. Um, we did everything together. And then university, I knew some people, not as many work, you know, a handful of people. And then eventually when you work, if you decide to work for yourself, you very, especially in the line of work I do, you don't actually have a team. You don't meet your peers uh, only briefly um, because it's quite a transient lifestyle. And I think yoga is fantastic for introspection. I think it's really good practice to get comfortable in your own company. But I think it's important to be mindful of of being too comfortable or too used to your own company and losing the skill, the ability to cooperate, to get on with other people. This sounds like something, I'm a very sociable person. It sounds like something you take for granted, particularly if you're quite outgoing, which I am generally. But um, I remember when I worked for um, a software company and I didn't speak to anyone really all day. I was pretty much the room was completely silent and uh, everything was done for instant message and I actually started to lose my ability to interact with people so if I bumped into someone on the stairs like the maintenance guy I uh, I, I couldn't do small talk I, I'd started to lose that skill which I always just took for granted that I'd be able to have and I think that um, although the practice of yoga is is, is fantastic for the, for the self if the self does exist, ooh, that's another story. Um, I think that we could do a little bit more to interact with each other. So when you go to yoga class, you uh, you don't need anyone else necessarily. Typically, you just put your mat down, do your practice, roll your mat up and go home. This is why I think a lot of communes and retreats and coffee shops combined with yoga studios are doing quite well. But if you don't have that, because people want to meet each other, we, we don't realize it, sometimes we don't want to say it, but we want to chat to 
other people more than um, just the superficial we want to get to know other people and build relationships we all have that need as in others as humans and I, I also feel that in the culture of Ireland England I, I put them in the two um, we don't have this sounds like a tangent but it's not a dance culture and the dance culture we do have is one where we dance as individuals so whether it's um rave music i don't know what they call it now dance music i suppose but in the 90s you call it a rave and um or you dance with maybe like irish dancing or in ireland or morris dance in england where you dance in a line like line dancing and you you're pretty much on your own generally it's not like the tango and that therefore we're a little bit uncomfortable with touch and we associate touch sometimes to be a sexual thing uh, and this is a real shame this is why I think acro yoga is an interesting topic and how acro yoga is taken off in Ireland. Because when I did my 300 hour teacher training, we did tons of acro. And I didn't even think for a moment about is this yoga, is it not yoga, or why are we doing this? I did it because it helped to break down the barrier between me and the other teachers and it was fun it was very the movements were very similar to an asana practice that uh, that we were doing for that month and uh, i just i really enjoyed it i think there's a i think there should be room in your yoga practice for being a bit silly for not the days of having a guru and they're at the top of the class they know everything and they're all wise and no one else knows nothing everyone asks them questions i think those days are fading where we've had enough of being told what is wrong what is right and having to follow someone and i think the the more flat structure of people we all have information at our fingertips and therefore yoga teachers now are more in my opinion yoga sharers they're not um they're not the guru thing, it, it doesn't work, especially, you know, the whole Catholic church thing in Ireland. That's, an, that's another story. But um, I'm going off on one in a little bit. So, acro yoga. <laughs> it's, uh, if you've never done it before, it's a bit like um, a very basic Cirque du Soleil if you were, if you were to do it for the first time. And um, it involves partner work. So typically, you have a spotter. And uh, I think that it's it's something that combines dance, almost circus and yoga acrobatics together. Um, yes, yeah, so this is why I, I brought Julia on, because Julia is one of the main people in Ireland that teaches acro yoga. So I think that it's uh, it should it deserves more attention than what it's getting. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the conversation with Julia. So the sponsors for today. The people that are helping to bring you this podcast by kindly supporting me in a financial way <laughs> are uh, Om Apparel and 108 Asana Yoga Sequencing Cards. So let's start with, with Om. Gentlemen, do you like to be comfortable, look good and support a sustainable environment while practicing yoga? Ladies, ladies and gents, do you have a man in your life that you'd like to get on the mat and look fresh at the same time. You do? Well, OM, <laughs> create high quality men's apparel with movement in mind. Uh, I wear OM clobber myself, as you've probably seen, on and off the mat. Uh, my favorite combo is my Dawn Henley uh, shirt and my black Voyager trousers. So comfy, quality, stylish, and good enough to rock during your post-practice coffee too. Um, I, uh, If you wanna 
a veil of one of their clothing items, then you would go to om.com forward slash the yoga life podcast. Check out the full range of eco-active wear. And if you put in the promo code Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, my name, at checkout, you get 15% discount. So that's Kevin for 15% discount. Not bad, is it? Next, we have 108 Asana Yoga Sequencing Cards by Yoga Roo. Similar to Om, I met the founder, Ruth Delahunty, a few weeks ago. We had a cup of tea and I uh, had some grub. And we talked about the future and uh, what we can give the yoga community. What what can you add? Instead of always just consuming like sometimes we do, what can we produce? So Ruth, with her company Yoguru, have produced a beautiful set of cards that you can buy. And these are are beautifully crafted. Um, They come in this turquoise box. And they're a set of cards that allow you to plan your classes better so you can lay them all out on the floor and get an idea of how you're going to sequence your class. And also you can start to develop your own home practice because doing yoga online is definitely great. That has its benefits, but it's not not self-led really because you're, you're, you're essentially doing it remotely. So with this way, you can carve out your own home practice and have your warm-up, your, your standing poses, your back bends, forward folds, your cool-downs, and actually understand the, the, the technical sides of it as well. So the alignment cues, the level guides, the anatomy coding, and the Sanskrit and English, which is um, one that a lot of people tend to struggle with. So in order to avail of Roof's lovely product, you can go to yoguru.ie simply go to choose your cards your set of cards and then put in the promo code kevin same again for 10 percent discount so once again that's yoguru.ie promo code kevin for 10 percent discount so there you go let's go and bring along julia hey julia hi <laughs> <laughs> how are you i'm good thanks Thank nice you. to meet you. Nice to meet you, finally. Yeah, <laughs> in a while. Yeah, you, we actually we work in the same studio, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We have never crossed paths, really. No. Except for a workshop, I think. We worked together at uh, Patrick's Beach. Oh, yeah, of course. Workshop. Mm-hmm. But we ne- never really introduced each other officially, no. properly. <laughs> yeah, it was so busy. There was like yeah. 60 people. Yeah, exactly. Insane. <laughs> insane. But, um, yeah, um, you do acro, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's my thing. That's yeah. your thing. I do, I do. You're the, I was doing, um, the extent of my research when I have people come over to the studio is I go on Instagram and and then I'll probably Google to see if they have a website and that, that's about it really. I, I get most information from from instagram i think we all do yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. nowadays exactly yeah, yeah. um and but you're you're the only acro certified trainer in the world no no, no. <laughs> in, in dublin is it in dublin like i am the only acro yoga international uh, certified in dublin yes okay. and a very f- uh, one of the very few in ireland um in the whole country it's uh four of us Akriyoga International. So obviously there are different schools, um, but with this specific school, which is, yeah, one of the biggest one, I would say, mm-hmm. um, 
it's yeah, it's just four of us in the whole country, and I'm the only one based in town. In yeah. the whole, in the whole, in the whole country, did you say? Only four, yeah, okay. in the whole Ireland, right, yes, okay. in the whole country. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in Dublin, um, I'm the only one, and um, with this mm. specific school, and also I've got a couple of certificates with those other schools. So I would say Acroyog International and Partner Acrobatics um, are my so yeah the the schools i've been following and i've been training and uh, mm. getting my certificates with yeah what when did you first start teaching acro in in ireland um i actually started in ireland only last year for last year i mean 2017 now i just i'm just back from a bit of a winter break so my, my timing is off um so yeah i i came back to uh, to dublin in october 2017 and by November, I was already teaching workshops and all. Mm. So yeah, it's been um, a bit over a year now in Ireland. Yeah, uh -huh. I was teaching back home in Italy before. I've been doing a bit of um, yogi traveling things for about a year as well. And that's also where I got um, some good teachings and mm. intensives, a bit of retreats, yeah, around yeah, the world. I seen you were in Bali. Yeah, I'm going to Bali in May, and in fact, it's, I have to book my accommodation. I've booked one, so I'm going for two weeks. I've booked the second week, but I haven't booked the first week. Um, I seen I actually left a message on your Facebook today. I have to ask you about it later about <sighs> accommodation you stayed at with a really nice pool. Uh, <laughs> that, a lot, I got that a lot. Many, <laughs> I got a lot of messages about that. <laughs> I should, I think they should should have given me a percentage. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. Yeah, it was a very cool place. It was actually in Changu, uh, down south. Um, yeah, and it was my birthday, so that was my birthday present, really. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a cool place, yeah. A birthday present? Yeah. <laughs> From someone that really loves you, must yeah. be. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that little pool with that little, yeah, villa, I, yeah, that was a present. That's cool. Well, it's funny you say that, because Bali was a, a present for my girlfriend for my birthday, so <laughs> which is, like, in a, in a week. But, um, yeah, I thought, yeah, that's a fine present. I'll accept. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but um, it's... Uh, it seems to be a real haven for for yoga, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, of course, Bali is. I, I was there in off season, yeah, low season, off season, so... Which is when? Which is basically our winter. Okay. Um, yeah. So January, when I was there, it's still mm -hmm. low season. Now it's still low season, so high uh -huh. season would be our summer, so uh -huh. June, August um where bali gets super super popular um it is still popular it's low season but um there's um yeah it's quieter i, I preferred it like we still had rain and all but there were less people yeah. um so did you did you go did there? you go there to study or to teach no i was just holiday there was holiday okay. yeah I've, during my this uh yeah like i called i like to call it winter break i was in um India for my 300 hours, my advanced teacher training for a month. And then I, I went a few other places then Thailand for another training. I, I was mm. there as a student, as in I was there to learn. Mm. And then Bali was just holiday and yeah, to mm. check, to check out a few places. Mm. Yeah. But is there much acro yoga going on there? Um, there is in, in Changu, I would say more than Ubud. Um, we have been in Ubud and Changu, um, uh, but yeah, I haven't done much. Uh, no, I haven't done Acre in Ubud actually um, for my time there. But I, I did some in Changu. Mm. Yeah. Well, since you started teaching, in, in, because I think when people are on a holiday, they're probably a bit more relaxed, they're a bit more open to trying new, unusual things. Yeah. But I, I'm curious about the how receptive people are to doing Acre 
in Ireland. Mm. Um, so what's been the reaction when you've uh, when you've told people you're an acro teacher or trying to um, uh, share the message about acro? How have people responded generally? Um, it's been very it's been a very interesting journey actually. So the reaction has always been like, oh, wow. Acro, I've been wanting to do this for so long and finally I found a class or a teacher in town I can I can join. Um, with Acro though, I not just in Ireland, in general, there is a bit of this um, um, probably conflicting um, perception of it because on one side you have those people get super um, excited about just the idea of doing it while other people before doing it, they all think, oh, that looks scary or mm. oh that looks hard because obviously you're working with someone else and then if you come if you have even if you have a very solid uh, yoga practice it's something very different um and um and then i got a lot of oh i might not be strong enough or am i i might not be flexible enough which i still get in yoga anyway mm -hmm. uh, but then there is also that extra component of i might be too heavy for this yeah so while the message i'm always trying to to convey and to communicate to the to to the people share with the, with me this message is acro is really for everyone so with acro yoga the beauty of acro yoga is that yeah it does look cool and potentially scary but it, there is a lot of technique behind it so it's not just a lot of flexibility and strength as it might look mm. there is actually technique and that's why mm. there are courses classes and workshops i always invite to participate not necessarily mine but in general mm -hmm. because there's so much more than just what people think there mm -hmm. is um, there is a lot of technique that makes um, things possible so mm -hmm. even from and and that's also the beauty of it so people come to my classes and then they might come from this perception of oh okay i'll just check it out let's see how it goes and then on the very first trial, maybe not first one, but second one, boom, they go, they are up or they're flying people, like they're lifting someone else on <coughs> their feet. So, and it's amazing to see the smile on their faces. I mean, like, wow, actually this is possible. Just, I've just done it twice, like try twice, second go, mm. bam, go. And also um, another thing I always uh, share with my students at the very beginning of the class, especially beginners group, is that we are always working with spotters, meaning there's always this safety net, this third person mm. that participates in the pose. So everything happens in a very safe way. We want to play safe, obviously. So mm. that's really what we're aiming um, and uh, where we're going. Um, why do you think Acro is needed? I think Acro is needed because there's so like Acro, there's so much more in it. So it's not just, yes, like I said before, uh, beautiful to see and to practice. Within Acro, there is this, um, it opens up a whole new world, uh, to be honest, um, because this, there is this mutual trust, which is at the very foundation of it. Like you need to trust the other person to make things happen and you need to trust yourself to make things happen. Because if you keep repeating yourself, I'm too heavy for this or I'll never make this or I'll, yeah, it's just too hard. Mm. It's not going to happen. So it requires this trust factor, which I think is very well needy also outside of the practice, outside of the studio or the mat. Oh, yeah. Um, and also it somehow uh, shrinks down our comfort zone because we need to somehow allow um, someone else, which might not even know, we might not know their names, mm -hmm. to in within our comfort zone again mm -hmm. to 
to make acra happen um, i think this is really beautiful a, be a really beautiful component of acra yoga and another be beautiful thing is also that acra yoga at the same time because it's happening between two or more people um, it, it allows us to obviously socialize finding maybe a different way to uh, perceive other people and to communicate with them um, which we might not know it's already within us. So mm -hmm. I found myself, I used to be one of these people, don't touch me. So I don't, I don't even have the time to talk to you, you know, so that kind of people. And mm. um, while obviously with Acro, I had to relearn how to approach others. And mm. now I think I, I mean, I, I think I've done quite a good job mm -hmm. in at least uh, welcoming people with a smile. And also if things don't happen, for example, rather than saying, this is your fault, you should do this better. A very nice way to approach this would be, what could I do better for you? Which mm -hmm. is a very different attitude, which I personally learned from Acro Yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like if you're the baser, for example, and you're doing bird, I think it's called bird. Yeah. Um, you could always do something with your feet to help the person as opposed to expecting them to move their arms or their legs. Yeah. For you, it's actually a small movement. But um, but then I noticed <laughs> when I did when I did acro in my Bryce 300 hour, I remember the I was one of two guys there. So, um, you know, I, I, like kind of, I was the baser because I have yeah. sh strong, <laughs> strong, stronger legs than most. <laughs> So I, it was me then, me then being used as a baser by about five different women. And, um, and I remember at one stage I was like, my hamstrings are going to give out. But my, and the, 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 my flyers were expecting a lot from me. <laughs> but I think, I think that's just because where we see some spectacular things and therefore expectations are really high. And um, it, it requires it when you're the baser quite a lot of foot dexterity mm. and be able to move your point and flex your feet while bearing a lot mm. of weight mm -hmm. well depend yeah um so i do i do agree with you that trust is a a really important thing to practice mm. because when you go to a yoga class a typical yoga class you are on your own and if you're going in a studio where there isn't a cafe or isn't a social area, you go do yoga, go home, you don't speak to anyone really. Yeah. And um, and also the other thing of um, physical touch, yeah, learning how to, because if you look at Ireland as a culture and England as well, I mean, England we have Morris dancing, which is a traditional dancing where it's a bit like line dancing, mm -hmm. we stand next to each other. And then in Irish dancing, I mean, the river dance is, I think, isn't really traditional traditional Irish dancing you stand in a line as well hands by your side so the idea of touching other people and coordinating and almost like dancing because it is a bit like contemporary dance um, when you frame that as yoga people are more maybe more willing to try it mm. I mean I know I would if someone said if my girlfriend said do you want to go to contemporary dance class I would say no, absolutely not. <laughs> Do you want to go to acro yoga? Yeah, yeah, right. let's get go. So, but yeah. it's it, it's a similar thing of ebb and flow between two people, isn't mm, it? Yeah, and there's also this thing. Yeah, you you mentioned it somehow. Um, it's teamwork. 
So yeah, there is physical contact and there is nothing to blame. Obviously there is something better we can all do, but um, there is always room for improvement if things don't happen. But it's me working with you. It's not me working against you. So it's uh, it's um, both people benefits to do their best or to somehow to trying to accommodate the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, also another thing I wanted to add to this is <clears throat> acro yoga because happens between more people also teaches us shows us somehow where at the same time where our limits but also where our potential sit because when we think oh i'll never be able to do this and then when finally things happen you do see okay that there was that potential i didn't even see on the other side when we step into the room we might have a big ego okay we're humans Mm -hmm. right but then again some things are possible other not everything is possible for everyone I'm a big, tall girl. Some things I just can't do. I'm not very flexible either. So I will never reach my head with my toes mm-hmm. from the back. So mm-hmm. there are just things I won't do. Um, and that humbles me a lot in that sense, because if I try and keep trying and keep trying on my own solo practice, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever is my own thing. But if I bring this kind of attitude uh, in an environment where I have to share spaces and hold spaces for other people, that won't work, you yeah. know? So. I think that teaches a lot also in that sense, yeah. um, which probably is, again, much needed. Definitely. <laughs> Outside of the practice. What do you, has anyone ever said to you, Acro Yoga isn't yoga? Oh, yeah, many times. Yeah. What, what's your response? Okay, having a yoga background and doing all my studies in India and traveling to India every year for about a month for the past few years, to some extent, I have to agree. I mean, yoga is... A philosophy yoga has a very long history i mean that's centuries of history and um there are books and scriptures behind it and everything is codified acro yoga is something a lot more um traditional um as far as i know it's been well for the school i come from from the background i come from so acro international acro yoga as we know it today has been codified in 20 in 2006 so it's you know quite recent compared mm. to the mama yoga um <laughs> obviously um however the reason why it's called acro yoga is because there are things from yoga so there is this bo- extreme body awareness you have to be you have to have that or develop that body awareness to be a good acro yoga practitioner and that same principle of yoga which not everyone knows of Yoga is just for yourself. It's not the pose. It's not about how the pose looks. It's how the pose feels. It's not even about the pose itself. It's a state of mind. It's your own lifestyle that also somehow steps into the acro yoga because it's not about, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this, this trick and bang our heads against this until it's done just for the beauty of, I don't know, the picture, whatever. It's not that, obviously. Is trying to explore with our bodies and see how we can make something together with my skills and your skills, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I mean, if we have to compare the history of the two and, uh, you know, all the, scur- the scriptures that are behind them and philosophy, yeah, I, I have to agree, yoga, acro yoga in, in that sense cannot be compared. Mm. But yeah there having a yoga background might help to some extent because that gives us already that um, body awareness that understanding of how our body 
um, react to some inputs mm -hmm. and how to adjust our body in space, which mm. really happens on the mat, even in our solo practice. Mm. Yeah. If, if someone was considering going to an acro class, okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If, if I was seen an acro yoga class, if I was a guy, I would think part of me maybe would think I don't want to go on my own because mm. I'm going to be like, very intimate with those women I don't know would they would that make them feel uncomfortable um so I mean a yoga already makes me feel a bit uncomfortable I'm, t I'm not me now obviously no, 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 but yeah. like at one stage and um or if you were a girl or anyone you might think um it's sort of scary I'm not strong enough I'm not I haven't got the balance or whatever it may be so what would you say the things people need to know um if there were like three or four things that someone needs to know before they go to an acro class, what should they be aware of before they go? Yeah. Um, so one thing I always say is, especially in beginner classes, is no ex no previous experience in acrobatics or yoga is needed to make the best out of the class or to enjoy the class. Um, and also it's not needed to come with a partner. Actually, in every event I create, every promo, flyer, whatever I create, I always state that no experience, no partner needed. Mm -hmm. That's very important to know. Uh, I get that question a lot. Do I need to come with a partner? Because people think right away, oh, it's a partner work. So I might need to come with my own mat and partner. No, um, we do provide mats most of the time and partners as in um, there are a lot of people joining just by themselves <clears throat> in the room and then once in the room um people will end up pairing up each other and work actually finding their trios because like i said at the very beginning of this conversation um we always work with spotters so there mm -hmm. will never be only two people anyway on the mat mm -hmm. um and that's also another learning from acro yoga um being aware of the surroundings being aware of who is next to me mm -hmm. um People, it's I, I, okay. My, this might not sound uh, the way I want to uh, say it, but become, people become some sort of props and tools. As in, we want to find those people. Okay, I know I could work with this because they are my similar size. So it's yeah. a good decision. It's a wise decision trying to leave someone my size before going for the biggest guy in the room. You know, yeah, yeah. and showing everyone I'm strong and want to lift him up. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I. I usually join, and in the past and also now, I usually join, my partner doesn't do much acro yoga. So I keep saying he just does it just to please me so, <laughs> somehow. So I end up joining training, teacher trainings, retreats, everything by myself. And the amount of friends I've made. Wow, because you yeah. you have to break the, I mean, acro is an, an awesome way to break the ice. Yeah, it really Just is. go there, introduce yourself. Either it's a jam at the park, very informal, uh, or a, or a teacher training, um, you need to connect with people. Yeah, yeah. So I, if you go by yourself, that happens right away. If you mm -hmm. go with your own partner, I'm not saying it's bad. It's fantastic finding that connection with your own partner in life, or friend. But um, that connection, when it happens with a stranger, is like wow i actually maybe at the end of the session you're like i can't even remember their names but fine they're yeah, friends like yeah, yeah. i filed that connection <laughs> you know yeah. and th that's beautiful i think that's really something i have i've never felt with anything else in terms of okay yoga is a solo practice i come from a very strong and long agonistic background i've i used to play volleyball at professional level when i was 16 and all obviously there was like 
a sisterhood relationship with my teammates, but I'd been growing over years. I've been playing with these girls for like five, six, seven years. We yeah. still hang out when I go home, you know, they're still my best friends. But that's the sort of connection you create, training after training, um, you know, sharing emotions, tears and laughters, victories and, and loss. So it's, mm. it's a different kind of connection. It's strong, of course, but you have, you took your time to build it up. Mm-hmm. Well, with Acro, obviously, I can't compare the kind of connection, but it is still a very strong human connection, oh, which yeah. might happen within the hour. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic. And then, mm-hmm. okay, you don't have to become best friend with everyone, but some people, you might not see them anymore, but other people might become very good friends. And yeah. honestly, I see now there are gems in town, um, which either myself or other people organize. And the people who go used to be, most of them used to be my students. And then they just now hang together because they met in the studio, they became friends, they realized, okay, you know what? We are already a little, community and we can just take this and go at least train and practice mm-hmm. outside together mm-hmm. and they're still very good friends but it looks like so and they train together they practice yeah. together there is a beautiful atmosphere and connection between them so. it, it breaks that initial um barrier that people have about starting the conversation yeah. i mean when i, I used to train jiu-jitsu and it's it's a jiu-jitsu is close grappling uh, very close submission grappling and um you get to know someone really quickly. You you almost can learn about the person without saying that much, you know, um, uh, just through touch and like, uh, and I think that's, um, we don't get a chance to do that enough mm. um, in a pl- like platonic way, if you know what I mean. Um, but um, yeah, it's like, I think that's why events are becoming so popular. Retreats, for example, and people want to, connect with people in a more um, immersive way, mm-hmm. not just go to a class and go go away. Have you have you hosted any retreats? Um, I've been I've been assisting immersions, which is pretty much a, it's a non residential retreat. So it's a um, few days intensive. So people will train and practice together um, for about seven hours per day for a full four or five days, depending mm-hmm. on the setup. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, as in, it wasn't my own. I wasn't the leading teacher, but I was part of the teaching team. So what, what does non-residential mean? Uh, non-residential, sorry. Uh, it means everyone has their own accommodation. <laughs> they oh. won't be sleeping in the same space. Okay. As in, it's not like a sort of the standard idea of a retreat where everyone comes together and mm-hmm. um, has their own room, whatever, in that same environment. And where was it? Uh, I did many. I did as a student and I did as a as assisting teacher. Oh, okay. uh, we actually had one here in Ireland, uh, in Dublin, in October. Really? Yeah. Um, Whereabouts? We were, were hosting it at the Yoga Hub, so the, the classes, uh, seven-hour uh, sessions would happen oh, so in day the re- studio. Oh, a day retreat. People go for the whole day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so these immersions are some sort of urban retreat because they usually happen in time in cities. <clears throat> and um and mm. people just take care of their own um accommodations and then but then we meet every morning at nine and then we keep um mm-hmm. training and practicing until five six mm-hmm. um but then 
On the other hand, I've been uh, I've been as a student in a lot of them, also residential. So yeah, you do. I mean, at the end of it, after a week or maybe four weeks, because teacher trainings will be four weeks. It's yeah, it's pretty much saying goodbye to your family <laughs> or <laughs> see you later to your family because <laughs> it's it's intense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, um, if for two, 2019, what do you have planned in terms of events? And... Um, so um, I will be based here in Dublin, so I'll be running, keeping running um, events, courses um, in Dublin, in town mostly. Um, I usually work with a couple of different studios. Right now I have this uh, beginner course going on on Monday evenings at the Yoga Hub. Um, there will be for sure more courses, so the way I usually um, offer Acro Yoga is in a um, four to six weeks um, course. The reason being behind it, and I always share this with um, with studios, but also with students, is um, in order to keep. I want. I want obviously the the best for my students. So if I keep, if I if I create an open level course, which could still work, but then you might have drop-ins every now and then, and then the level consistency won't stay. You know, you you need to keep the level consistency and and, and make sure that the group grows together so that you can offer things and you know what they have covered already and what mm. they haven't and um, so i usually offer these six to four weeks so that gives people a, an idea of how much commitment they need so they know okay once a week for the next six weeks i have this yeah and then also i i don't allow drop-ins after a certain amount of weeks so say after one week week one or two drop-ins will be closed so that the group really can make the best out of the one hour and a half two hours we have together weekly because i know the people i get to know the people obviously by looking and observing um and they know each other so mm. they've been calibrating with each other um they know what they can do what the, what the potential of the group is so mm. you stop thinking of yourself as a one person within a group but do you really start thinking the group as as a whole you know is mm. um yeah and so there will be there will be more courses so nothing mm. that i can announce right now <laughs> but there will be more courses mm. um yeah within the studios i've i've been teaching yeah. in so far yeah 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 i think and workshops absolutely also one off so that people can just come get a taste of it and then decide okay i want or don't want to commit for more weeks yeah mm -hmm. i think though no, this this area is growing in popularity because i've seen that in march they're having the dublin circus festival i think it's the first ever one it will be actually Okay, if that is one thing I might not know, what I know is the Irish Chakra Convention. Oh, is that it? What, when, what month is that? May. And I'll be teaching there as well, yeah. Okay, well, there is that, but there's also the Dublin Circus Festival, definitely in March. Fab, so yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so, th <laughs> so I don't know if you, I imagine you can actually partake. You're not mm. just watching. I think mm -hmm. you actually do it, which is really cool. I mean, that must be good for Acro. Yeah. Because it's, it's similar, isn't it? That. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of... Uh, I. I not knowing the event itself so i can't say for sure mm -hmm. oh yeah it's definitely that that um but yeah i mean the 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 backgrounds that come together in acro are from yoga to martial arts to mm -hmm. rock climbing to yeah. slackline and circus obviously acrobats and yeah. yeah i've been 
practicing with um, professional acrobats, obviously I'm not at that level, but professional acrobats, circus people, wow. and people who do, yeah, yeah. slackline from like within a canyon, you know, like <laughs> crazy thing. Like I just do acro. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's beautiful also that, that many different backgrounds and disciplines, practices come together. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you end up climbing or slacklining that you've yeah. never tried just because there is a slackline there and people do that yeah. so you try you know so it's also an opportunity for you to um yeah just get a better overview of things and and and, and have fun as and have fun as oh, well yeah. that's, because that's the gym important. the gym can be so boring or even you know what even if you do a similar yoga practice over and over again that can be quite boring if you go to um it's good to mix things up and try things that you're not you're going to find difficult yeah. and um and and find the element of play just even for the simple joy of just um enjoying playing i think is is we don't get an excuse to do that enough as an adult Mm-mm. you know um so if people want to find out more about you <laughs> where do they go <laughs> Uh, everywhere now so uh they can find me find more things about me on social media like i said at the very beginning of this instagram says a lot um so julia Crayoga spelled with a g-i-u-l-i-a Crayoga. one a one a one a between the two words exactly um on instagram and facebook and i also have a website um a friend of mine finally helped me out with that that's something I've been on for so long and yeah. I kept postponing, pushing back. Yeah. yeah. And my tea friend helped me finally. Um, so www.juliacrayoga.com. Again, that would be everything will be there from my bio, knowing where I come from, what I've done so far mm-hmm. and to all the events. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for hosting this. <laughs> <laughs> and me here. There you go. Awesome. That's it. Easy, right? Easy. There it is. Hope you learned a, li- learned a little bit about Acro. Maybe you give it a go now and won't be as fearful. It's good crack. I'd recommend it. Give it a lash. Um, so let's to close off. Um, firstly, if you'd like to support this podcast directly, you can visit kevinboyoga.ie forward slash support the yoga life podcast. And I've got a Patreon system set up there, not with Patreon themselves, because they're not for me. I, I work with DonorBox. I believe in free speech. And uh, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast about that. But if you'd like to support directly, and um, you can do so by visiting there. I'd be massively grateful and you'll be added to our private Facebook group where we give you the some secrets and kind of behind the scenes stuff about um, stuff that's going on with the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being quite mysterious. So to close off, I uh, let me remind you of Om Apparel, men's clothing brand. Want to encourage more guys to get into yoga like me, maybe like you, maybe like your significant other. And uh, it's all done with the highest standards in mind. I mean, I went over to Om HQ last year to meet their founder, Louis. Uh, I was massively impressed by their conscientiousness and their ethical approach. It's all recycled paper packaging, recycled fabrics, um, done in the most eco-friendly way possible. So if you want to avail of their products, want to wear their clobber, go to om.com forward slash the yoga life podcast, put in promo code Kevin for 15% off your gums. 
as we used to say back in the day in London. So that's Kevin, 15% off for your clobber, your clothing, your threads. And last but most definitely not least, 108 Asana Yoga Sequencing Cards by Yogaroo. Irish-based company here down in Blackrock. I mean, I, I think design is so important and Ruth is a former graphic designer. She does beautiful stuff. She also does um, teaching manuals as well, but maybe I'm going off script a little bit here. But um, she just she does nice stuff. And you'll see by if you uh, visit her site, yogaroo.ie, she produces these sequencing cards that are so handy for your home practice for planning classes and you can take them away with you when you're traveling you don't need a wi-fi connection wherever you are uh, help you to to understand and deepen your practice even more with your alignment cues your anatomy coding and uh, all your english sanskrit translations so go to yoguru.ie if you'd like to have a gander and if you enter the promo code kevin you get 10 percent discount once again that's kevin for a 10 percent discount thank you all so much for listening I really appreciate the questions that are coming through. I'm going to start doing more episodes of just me speaking. I'm going to um, and have guests still, but not not as many. And um, yeah, so I think I, I have some things I want to share with you guys and start conversations about some topics that are on my mind. So if you um, yeah, if you want to send me any questions, that'd be fantastic, and we can do a Q and A. And also, if you uh, want to contribute anything to the podcast, thoughts, comments, feedback, I'm always here listening. You can find me, Kevin Ball Yoga, on all platforms. Instagram is usually the handiest. Uh, Thanks again. Hope you have a great week. Uh, You're always appreciated. Take care.